I grew up as a child as free as a bird, full of love and happiness until life happened. And I was molested, raped, and my life was ruined until Jesus Christ saved my life. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Now, lately, we've been talking about shattered dreams and whether or not our dreams could ever be restored through faith in Jesus Christ. In our last show, we had Janine Armstrong share with us how she grew up as free as a bird until she was molested at the age of 14. That jaded her life right on into adulthood. Then she quickly married after joining the military, and the relationship got abusive, physically abusive, so she had to leave. Later on, she met a second man who abused her daughter and then turned on her to blame her for the abuse, and therefore she lost custody of her child. Then a casual friend and his girlfriend situation turned into her being drugged by that man by a rape drug and then being raped by him. This propelled her into a suicidal mess. She was isolated, she was left alone, and today she's going to share with us what happened next. Janine, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Janine, I mean, just hearing your voice, you obviously have a lot of healing, a lot of joy, because if this happened to anybody, I mean, it's no longer ever a happy day. I want to go back to this moment where you were raped. You were awake and witnessing this happening, like it was almost like a dream or something. Is that right? Yeah, it was very odd. I had never felt like this with my consciousness working at 100% and my body working at 0%. So it was as if I was walking in a dream. And so it kind of made it hard to actually discuss it Mm. with anybody else because they would have just said, oh, you were probably dreaming. Crazy. But the fact that I was able to recall every moment of it And even when I saw this man again, where I worked at, because we worked in the same place, when he even questioned me and he asked me, hey, how are you feeling? I knew immediately that it was real, even though it did not seem that way, because it almost was as if I could not control my own body. Whoa. I mean, afterwards, you're just trying to figure out what's going on as you're waking up, right? Yes. And then it's just probably the way he approached you. But then I understand he tried to gaslight you and be like, oh, I mean, we got so drunk and he tried to blame it on alcohol use. Is that right? Yeah, because we were all sitting together just watching television and drinking and enjoying each other's company mm-hmm. until all of a sudden all of these weird factors started happening. Even on his own girlfriend, he drugged her as well. And she passed out on my couch. Oh, my gosh. Because you would not expect that because like, well, this guy's got a girlfriend. It's all good. And then next thing you know... He's gaslighting both her and you and trying to get you to believe that it never happened. I mean, did you try to bring it to him or were you just like quiet, like, oh my gosh, like this is a freaking rapist in front of me? Well, I think the part that stopped me was because his military career had been almost 20 years at this point. And so I felt more so that 
it would be brought that I was the bad person just because of the things that had led up to this point, Mm. just previously being a convicted felon. And so I felt like I would be more the target than he was, and it would kind of be flipped around the other way. And so I just kept it silent. You felt helpless in this moment, and that's horrible. Now, you started feeling suicidal in this moment where you're feeling helpless, and that's where we last left off. How did you pull out of that? I mean, did you try to take your life with those suicidal thoughts coming towards you? So the day that I absolutely decided that that was going to be the day, you know, I came home and I was literally laying on my floor and I was crying and I was saying things out loud, you know, like, I hate life. I hate myself. You know, it was things I was saying about myself. And I literally did this thing where I just said out loud, today's the day. I don't know how or what I'm going to do, but God, if you're out there, it's now or never. I need to know. Is it pointless? Am I here for nothing? Why let me exist if this is what existence is? And I think the point where I made that understanding made known to everything out of my actual mouth, where I was just saying all the things that have happened, all the things that are hurting, all the things I was sick and tired of it, you know, to the point where I was like, well, look, God, you really, you're not, (laughs) you know, I put a pull on God in that moment. Wow. And I understand you had an encounter with Jesus at this time. At that very moment, I laid on the floor. And the only way I can explain this is that it felt like my reality was unzipped and everything I knew was not (laughs) what I knew. And I felt like as if I was even in outer space. I was in a place that was humongous and it was very heavy. And I just saw blue lights all around me. And I kept saying things over and over, you know, how you have that inner voice that you talk to yourself. And I just kept saying to myself, how does this change everything? You haven't proven anything to me. And I told this blue light, where does it end? I still don't see an end, you know? And so I had this weird thing happening where I felt like things were being sucked out of me, so to speak. And the more it felt like something was being sucked out of me, the more I realized that it was actually darkness. It was like somebody was pulling all my intrusive thoughts, all my hatred, all my bitterness All of the lies I believed about myself, it was like somebody was taking them from me so I couldn't hold on to them anymore and I couldn't keep putting myself down. And as this happened, all of a sudden I see this beam of light and I see this man standing in front of me, maybe five to ten feet away, and he's smiling, looking at me. And I'm looking at him like, who are you? And all of a sudden I have this knowing that it is the man. His name is Jesus. Oh, my God. And I begin to hear Psalm 23, you know. The Lord is my shepherd. Yes. And it was as if it wasn't just scripture. It was as if it was a love letter from his heart to mine. As if he wrote that specifically for me. I am your shepherd. You don't need any of these things. And he walked all the way up to me saying these things. And then he walked in and through me. And when he did that, it was as if I had been given a fire back for all the things I had always believed about myself. A very turning moment in my life where I actually realized, you know, it was that moment I laid in the floor where I said, it's now or never. I don't want to live like this anymore. I need something more or I don't want anything at all. You know, and so what I did was I told him, I said, I need a friend. I don't have a friend. I need help. I don't have help. All these things. And that moment, I think what happened was, is that Because I searched with my whole heart, I found him. You found Jesus. Yes. And he found you. 
<laughs> I think more so he found me. Right? And you literally encountered Jesus and you literally accepted him into your life. And I understand that part of the dream the Lord gave you is now being fulfilled today. Yes. So this is years ago. How many years ago was this, Janine? This was about 21 years ago. 21 years ago. And now you are living part of that dream. You are in OB Tech. I am. And you're also doing some ministry on the side. Tell us about that real quick. So even in what I do when I help women have babies, I really do help them do the same thing I did. I help them through the most torrential time of their life. It's very painful. And I got to help them see the new thing on the other side of the pain (laughs) and the trauma and stuff. And so it just reminds me of who I am, right? Janine, let me ask you a quick question. Since you've given your life to Christ, what happened to those suicidal thoughts and plans? I couldn't even find those thoughts. (laughs) Wow. So it literally got sucked out of you. I don't even remember half of what they were. That's amazing. He took them and threw them away and I don't even know where he put them. Janine, (laughs) it sounds like The Lord has made you whole and the Lord has restored your dreams. And I believe that someone who's listening right now needed to hear this and it's impacting them now. So thank you, Janine, so much for coming with us on our show. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hold tight. I want to go deeper to what you just heard right after the break. Hey guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. But we can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I think it is amazing as Janine gave her life to Jesus that her purpose and dreams became true because she submitted everything to God on how that dream would be fulfilled. What about you? I know you have dreams inside of you and maybe you have a specific plan on how that dream will be fulfilled but it never works that way. We are the clay. God is the potter. He will be the one to shape your life and purpose if you let him. But resisting only delays the process. In our last show, we talked about how Joseph in the Bible had his dreams fulfilled exactly. But why? Was it because he was keeping himself inspired through personal motivational messages? Did he need to write down some vision of greatness he had when he was younger? No. Here's why his dream was fulfilled. It is written about Joseph during his trials in Genesis 39, 2-3. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. The secret to Joseph prospering through his trials is that the Lord was with him. Is God with you in your trials? Do you know him? Do you walk with Him? If you aren't sure, you need to take a moment and bring the Lord into your life. He wants to be in your life, friend. Jesus died on the cross so you could have just this, not just 
well, I'm a Christian. I go to church. I'm a good person. No, friend, he died to be with you so that everything that you do would be blessed. So it would have his signature in your life. And a lot of us, we go through trials, we go through tribulations and we're like, gosh, what do I do? And am I going to make it through? To be honest with you, without God, how can we make it through? But with God, everything you do will prosper and the vision that God has for you will still come to pass. That is a word for somebody listening right now. God's vision is not over. It's still going to come to pass. Let's just surrender our lives to Him. Lord Jesus, we surrender to you. We give our lives to you, Lord God. Maybe we had a dream, we had a purpose, but Lord, we just actually take a moment to say, God, any dreams that I've had, I lay it at the cross and I let it to be sacrificed to you, Lord. And Lord, let your dreams and vision, your purpose, the greater plan be done in my life. I give you, Lord, everything, every part, every piece, every breath. We ask for your presence to be mighty in our lives, prosperous in what we do. In Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.